Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry, we've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy. You have been quite forgetful as of late. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it last week? <laughs> kind of ironic that I'm forgetting what you <laughs> forgot last week. Do you remember? No, obviously I don't remember. So this week, I'm going to use the example and uh, expose you. It actually started last week when Vicky from our promo department said that uh, we could get something for Naomi and Steven, yes. who got married live on our radio station almost a year ago. Yeah. Their anniversary is May 20th. So yeah. next, not this upcoming Saturday, next Saturday. She said that to you. And then last night I was sitting there and being like, oh, I wonder if Jess has looked into getting them something yet. So I texted you. And what did you, what was your response? I said, no, it no. completely slipped my mind. Right. Good thing I'm on top of these things. I know. You're really carrying the team here. So what I want to do, since you're very forgetful as of late, mm-hmm. is I'm going to give you a phrase. Four words. And this time next week. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not allowed to write it down. I'm not guessing. allowed to write it down. No. <laughs> and you have to tell me if someone helps you by messaging you or something like that. You have okay. to be honest because if that happens, we're going to do it again <laughs> until we actually get a fair go at it. Okay. So here's the phrase. I enjoy using umbrellas. I enjoy using umbrellas. Oh, I am so going to forget this. (laughs) Okay, so this time, May 16th, Uh we will test to see if you remember. You don't think you will? No. The Replay with Mark and Jess. Pretty cool night at your house last night. Mm -hmm. The draft lottery was on and your husband's voice (laughs) made it on to... A video that aired during the draft lottery. Yeah. Which is awesome. You you texted me and, and said that. And I guess we'll go back. For people that don't know, Jess's husband, Drew, um, did a lot of color for the Pats this year on the radio broadcast. Yeah. Which... What a year to get involved. He didn't do much the previous year, He right? did a little bit the previous year, but this year he was really involved with them, yeah. So. Which is awesome because, of course, it was Connor Bedard's last year with the Pats. Yeah. So anyway, you were watching the draft lottery last night, and Drew did not tell you that his voice was going to be used in this video. <laughs> no, not at all. So we're sitting there, and then all of a sudden, boom, there he is. And what was your first initial thought? Did you think that he was just like playing audio from his phone or something, tricking you? No, I was just so into it because I was watching the package, like looking to see if I knew anybody from Regina because they were showing Pat's footage, right? Yeah. And then, um, so I'm just into it and then I'm like, oh my God, that's your voice. (laughs) And I just looked at him and I'm like, what? And he just has this smug look on his face because he knew it was coming. And, and but he, well, he thought it was coming. They had asked for permission to use it, but he didn't know if it made the final cut. 
hat or whatever. So yeah, it was pretty exciting. And then uh, after that, we called his parents and said, can you go and like record it for me? It's because I wanted a video of it. Well, yeah. And then, which Drew was like, oh my God. Like well, no, you need to there. have video of it. Right? You got to have video of it. And then he came and sat down and he looked at me and he's like, well, I finally made it on Hockey Night in Canada. <laughs> oh, that's that was the, cool. Yeah, it was the Hockey Night in Canada coverage. So, Well, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite part is because when I was texting with you last night, yeah. I, I said to you, he the fact that he didn't tell you makes it even better. Yeah. Because had you known, you would have been like... Well, you would have been expecting it, right? The yeah. fact that you weren't just makes it so good. Yeah, pretty cool. We should... I mean, I didn't put it onto the computer. Do you think it would sound good if I played it from my phone? You can try, I guess. If you or caught sh- it up. Or should we wait? Hold on, let's see. I'll, t- I'll crank my volume up. Hold on. And the dark might be that shit. In the high spot. Nice little move. Left side. Shoots. Yeah. yeah, that's that's so cool. Good for him. The Mark and Jess replay. Seems like tons of groups and artists have gotten biopics. Yep. Um, so Niall Horan was recently asked in an interview if somebody could play you in a biopic, who would you want it to be? Ooh, now okay. he's what in late twenties. Yeah, yeah, twenty eight probably. So the people that he picked all what- old. Older than him, yeah. yeah. How much older? Let's hear. So one is um, Alan Leach from Downton Abbey, which I mean I don't watch that show, but don't he's forty-one. Okay, he doesn't. He 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 looks young, so it can work. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio is the other one. Yeah, Leo, he's fifty, I think. <laughs> Oh, he's 48. Okay. Close enough. That seems weird because like if they're doing a biopic, they're going to be starting when they met, when all the One Direction people met. Which would have been, yeah, which probably would have been in their teens, right? Teens, like young teens and then through their time with One Direction and splitting movies and stuff. So it'd just be like Leonardo DiCaprio, really. Yeah. That would be like me picking someone old. Okay, who would you pick if not old, but who would you pick around your age to play you? I can't think of anyone around my age because I was thinking of older people than me. Okay, like well, Anne who? Hathaway. Well, Anne cool. Hathaway's close enough. How old is she? 40 some. She's 40. Oh, yeah. You're not that far off. So, <laughs> yes, Anne Hathaway is, is a good a- choice. Acceptable? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would be fun. I would go with uh, who's very handsome, Kit Harrington from what? He doesn't look anything like you. He's got good flow and is patchy wrong color hair, p- patchy beard. What do you mean? I would. I guess they could just CGI the red in there. It's not red. <laughs> the Mark and Jess replay. The story from. A baker went viral on TikTok recently. So uh, she was asked to make an emo cake mm, okay. for, for a birthday party. Okay. So she was like, oh, well, that's kind of fun and different. So she like spent all this time putting together this like goth cake. It was all black icing. It had some like red accents and stuff. Okay. And then. Did it have tears on it? Like that uh, Follow Boy album? I can't even remember that album. It's brand new. Oh, 
then no. They I just would... they infused the album with their own tears, the band's tears. They cried. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she gets this whole thing ready to go, and then it's like the day before pickup, and the lady that ordered it said, "Hey, do you think that you could put like a, a candle on it? It's for my granddaughter's birthday." Just a candle? Yeah, a number four. A number. Okay, four. So she was like, what? And she probably took a lot of time. These cakes take a lot of time to make, right? And you order them well in advance so you have it ready for the birthday. Yeah, so she's like, okay, so a four-year-old having like an emo (laughs) birthday party. And then she said... Oh, and no. she thought maybe it was like a, like maybe she really liked Wednesday on Netflix oh, yeah. or, or something. So she's like, okay, well, maybe I better just double check. So she asked this lady, um, like, by chance, what is the theme of the birthday party? And she goes, Sesame Street. <laughs> it was it's that Elmo? Elmo cake. Oh, no. So she messed it up. So then she had to go and find like a an Elmo cake topper that she could just plunk in the middle of her goth cake because it was too late to make a new one. <laughs> So the go- so did it cover the goth cake enough, or was it like a no, gothic like, Elmo? Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. Yesterday we talked about how only a certain percentage of people have inner monologue, inner dialogue. Yeah. It was like between thirty and fifty percent. Do. Uh, do yes. Hmm. Right. That yeah. Was the, yeah. That yeah. Was correct? I think that's right. Yeah. Let me just let me just confirm that to make to make sure. Yeah, thirty to fifty percent of people. So anyway, a friend tagged me on Instagram saying she heard us talking about that and she was shocked. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I reshared it and two people messaged me. They each of these people know someone that doesn't have inner monologue dialogue yeah so what are they like what goes on in their head nothing this that <laughs> that which is insane to me again it's like and uh, one is actually a co-worker her husband and she said that she's not surprised he falls asleep so easily because he's got nothing going on in there just he's just so, able to he just yeah. falls asleep just so like just she could be looking at him and be like I wonder what he's thinking about and it's literally nothing it's this Meanwhile, I'm bouncing around. How big is a monkey's brain? What's the longest someone has gone without taking a number two? How many loonies would it take to fill up Mosaic Stadium? Do you have any answers to any of these? None, no. Uh And then that's when my brain gets going more. Well, how do I figure out answers to these questions? The Replay with Mark and Jess. Something happened yesterday, and I want to see if you would feel bad like I still feel bad because I'm a true Canadian. So I went and got gas, and I was walking into the building, and I um, first just let the door go, and then I noticed a woman walking up. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I hold the door for her. Wait, so you walked in? Yeah, and I got like a step or two in and then noticed she was kind of coming. So I thought, oh, God, she's I'll turn close. around and open it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because she was close and I didn't want to seem like a jerk, right? Yeah. So I do that. And then a few steps behind her. Is another person. Is another person. And I hold the door open for her. Assuming that then she is going to hold the door open for the person behind uh-huh. her, right? Not the case. So then you're just like the doorman. Well, no, 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 no. So I, I, I let the door go. Yeah. And she got in, 
didn't even really touch the door. She still said thanks and everything. Didn't touch the door. And then the door closed. And that dude had to open the door. So then I'm thinking, is this guy thinking I'm a jerk or is that on her? That's on her. It is on her. I think that the first person you held the door for, that should have been the end of it. You know, you open the door, you hold it for them, they can catch it for the person behind them. Right. You didn't need to do the person behind her. I know. That's what I was thinking. It's like a... It's a a chain. Chain. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. that's the word I was looking for. And she should have done it. But then I still felt bad because I thought maybe that guy was looking at me being like... This guy no. is a real jerk. So okay, that's good. I think if, you're you're good. I'm a good good person. Well, good enough. <laughs> the replay with Mark and Jess. Hear me out for a sec. I think that every public bathroom that's just a single person bathroom should have occupied or not occupied on the outside. Like when they go to lock it, right? It'll say yeah, on that handle. No. Yeah, like it should be out there to notify you, hey, someone's in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Because is there anything worse? It goes both ways. Going up to a door and pulling on it and it's locked. So you as the person doing it, you're like, oh my God. Then the person inside, you're having a sheer panic attack being like, oh my God, is someone going to come in while I'm going to the bathroom? Did I lock the door? Yeah, well, that's the thing too. That's the thing too. If you're using one of these bathrooms, you might be sitting there just thinking, did I actually lock this door? And then it's probably happened to lots of people where they forgot to lock it. They walk in and you're just... There and then you lock, yeah, exposed lock eyes with the person, and then you have to walk out of the bathroom and pass that person that just saw you in a very vulnerable state. Yeah, or you don't know if someone's in there. The door is closed. That that happened to me. Oh yeah. So uh, that happened to me. I was at the hospital and there was only one bathroom, and I really had to go. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just wait because there's probably there's someone in there, or I thought there was. And I waited for so long. And then I was like to Drew, okay, I think I'm just going to go and like check the door because it's been too long. There's no way someone's still in there. And then I opened it and there was no one in there that whole time. And I'm sitting there like dancing, trying to wait it out. How long do you think, how long do you think you waited? I would like say five like minutes? 10, oh, 10, at least 10. And then I'm like, hey, did they fall Yeah, in? they're either dead or no one's in there. <laughs> the replay with Mark and Jess. This is very random, but we're going to do it anyway. So I'll explain. The last couple of weeks, um, when I've been using this computer that we play the music off of, Mm -hmm. we're not spinning records in here like people (laughs) might think. The music is coming from a computer. I've been typing stuff in and then hitting delete, and it sounds like there might be a noise from this computer going onto the radio. Yeah, that ding sound. Ding sound, right. And it's when songs are playing, and I'm like, hey, is this going on the radio or not? So this is our test. I'm going to see if it's going over the What a great use of our time right? this morning. We're going to do a test. Well, you know why? Why? Because we I... couldn't think of something to talk about. Yeah, I just <laughs> put three question marks for this break because I had something, deleted it in the six o'clock hour, and then I was thinking, okay, what should we talk about? So I didn't have anything. So this is it. Great use of time, right? Yeah. So here we go. We're going to see if... <laughs> oh... See? Wow. Look at that. So if you ever hear uh, that noise during a song, it's just Mark screwing around in here. Not screwing around. Working. 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 So that went over the radio. So now we got to get our uh, computer people, our tech people on that to make sure that doesn't happen. Because that's weird if you're listening to like Rihanna Rude Boy and then you just hear like... 
remix. <laughs> You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. Are there certain areas in Regina where if you go there, you find yourself getting lost because you're just not familiar with the areas? Yep. Okay, so I've lived in Regina my whole life, and I like to think I'm pretty familiar with the city. However, when I get into two areas, I just get so turned around, and one of the areas is the south end, like kind of... Grant Road area in in there. Uh-huh. We went there last night and we used GPS to get to this this house that we were looking at and uh, and then I turned the GPS off. Casey's like, you sure you don't want me to turn it back on so we can get out of here? I'm like, and driving around. I'm like, I have no clue if this is east, west, north, south. I don't know where we are. And right there now. are so many. That's That would be my number one area as well. Like, kind of I always knew how to get to Campbell and get to Balfour Rank and all that stuff. But aside from that, if you get me away from there, I'm so lost. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one. And then I find, and I think I've shared this with you before, that right by the Northgate Mall, that area there, (laughs) I get so mixed up. So Casey's cousin and her husband live there. And I've been there so many times, and I still... Don't know how to get there. Really? No. I'll turn at where I think I'm supposed to turn and then turn down their street. I'm like, well, this doesn't look familiar. Almost every single time I go there. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I always get turned around. Is the south end that's the only spot you get mixed up? South end and then any time that I've had to go to like a show home in the creeks, I Mm. get so lost in the creeks. Do you? That's just (laughs) because, I mean, I'm never in there. You don't have a house there? Yeah, no. The Mark and Jess replay. I'll be honest, I haven't read this story at all. Perfect. <laughs> and we have an audience in here, too. I Producer know. Shauna and IT They Jim. were distracting us. And, and our get engineer, prepared. Ryan, is outside, too. Oh, we should too. get him in to deal with the dinging problem, actually. Why don't we do that? No, no. We already wasted a break on well, that. We can't do it again. Well, we're here now. We have a problem with you. It's you guys. <laughs> This is, no, no, no. This is a problem for off air, Jess. You can't bail on this break because you weren't prepared. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to get into it right now because I don't have the information. Yeah, you did that. I know, but we can only do one per show. One bail. One bail per show. I'll do that. I'll do a different thing that I had in mind. So apparently. This is, hold on. This is top notch radio. (laughs) This is just. This is award winning stuff here. That's right. Um, Okay. So apparently WestJet pilots, they've been picketing. They might be going on strike. Okay. So you know when people go on strike and then other people come in and work yes. in their place? Yes. I've seen the movie The Replacements. Fantastic show. Imagine, like just the average Joe stepping in for these pilots. I mean, I've I've played the flight simulator game, so I'm sure I could figure out a few of the buttons. And, and you said you did a little bit of training. Yeah. I Do mean, you think you would give it a go? No, obviously not. That's, <laughs> not? One, that's one of like... Probably quite a few jobs that you can't just like, oh, I could figure this out. <laughs> no. Brain surgery. What no. if you hopped on the plane, though, and then they said, so we've got like a fill-in pilot today. I would leave <laughs> immediately. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. With Mark and Jess. Emily is a 19-year-old girl from Washington, D.C., and... 
And a couple of years ago, she accidentally found out that her dad had been diagnosed with stage four thyroid cancer. Uh, she saw the text on his phone. Anyway, she has always found um, that reading has helped with anxiety and depression. So she decided to kind of launch herself into books as a way to cope with that. And so what she ended up doing was she started a book drive because she started thinking about kids with cancer. And she's like, my family's going through this with my dad. I can't even imagine families with little kids. Right. Um, and so she started this book drive uh, where people could donate books to children who are facing health scares. And now, two years later, uh, her grassroots nonprofit called For Love and Buttercup has spurred more than 15,000 book donations to children's hospitals in the area. Wow, that's awesome. Tell me something good. Last week, I told you about Brendan Tebow, local guy here in town that wrote a book yeah. um, named Ronix and Finn's I can't say it again, Winter Wonder. Okay. Right? It was something along those lines. Anyway, he wrote this book. It's about his dogs and just a, a story about them. And over the weekend, he was doing a, a book signing and selling some books and all the proceeds... They were going to go to CC Rescues. Yep. Sold 150 books. Oh, wow. Which means $3,000 went to CC Rescues. So shout out to Brendan and uh, everyone who went and bought a book from him. Tell me something good. Wow. You actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.